This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by NordVPN. Get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 73% off the two-year plan plus four months free with code MMA Nuts. Polar Pod, the most affordable cold plunge pod on the market. Save 10% off with code MMA. Drift Air Freshener, the freshest air freshener with no harmful chemicals. Save 15% off with code INGO15. Iron Neck, improve strength, mobility, relieve chronic pain and prevent injuries to the head, neck, and spine. Save 10% off with code MATT95743. Defense Soap. Everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 622. 622! My name is Echo Weigel. Echo at the MMA Show. Bye my fans, for my fans. Walk the line between serious and ridiculous. Tapping out. What are you drinking over there? Straight vodka from the tap? A little gin and diatonic with a little there splash of lime. Trying to cut the carbs, Matt. <laughs> what keep are my, carbs? I don't my know. girlish figure, you know? Mm-hmm. Cutting the carbs. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Carbs bad. Meat's good. <laughs> it is. Meat's the best. I need some ribeye steaks. See? Now I got to go shopping. I need ribeye steaks. We did some golfing this weekend. It was we hot did. as fuck out on a very narrow golf course. <laughs> Many houses were hit. It was very humbling. I lost. I was. I was looking. I had a brand new box of balls, and I had one sleeve left after that round. And I was like, "That is not. I don't know how I lost that many balls." But at some point, I didn't really care. But it was. I nah, think it was. It was, it, was it was brutal. There was no. If you did not hit it perfectly straight every time, you were fucked. I lost all my blue balls. Fuck. You did. Those are good yeah. balls. Those blue ones are good. Yeah. And then I switched to white and I was doing like way better. Yes. So I don't know what that was about. But anyway. So we had uh UFC 291 over the weekend. Yes, sir. I, and I forgot they were fighting at altitude in fucking Utah. It was Salt like, Lake City, yeah. Absolutely. Like what four thousand plus feet over sea level? Yep. Where do you want to start? <clears throat> well, Maybe we start with Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. What do you okay. think about that? Because there was some fuckery in that whole situation. And I wanted to get your take on this because, you know, uh, Michelle Pereira did not make weight. He, he, um, I think he came in at 174 pounds, which technically he can be 171, but I'm saying they're fighting at 170. So he's really at four pounds overweight. Yeah. And, and Wonderboy was like, hey, this happened to me before. Um, I'm not going to go ahead and take this fight because I'm older and I've been fighting for a while, like over a decade now. And, you know, I'm not going to take the risk here of trying to fight a guy who didn't have to suffer like I had to suffer. Um, I think he said he fought Darren. Was it Darren Till? Yeah, I um, think that's who. And he lost. And he lost to Darren Till because Till didn't make weight. He was late on him, too. Yep. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this because apparently the UFC did not give him his show money, even though he got on a scale and made weight. Well, they that's... didn't give it to him yet, but there's a couple of weird things. Because wouldn't you think that kind of shit's going to be in your contract so you know exactly what's going to happen? So if I show up and I make weight, I do my job. My opponent does not make weight. And it's my choice of whether I want to have the fight or not. But I still did my fucking job. Like, he should get paid. I don't give a shit how many hundreds of thousands of dollars it is. He did what he was supposed to do. And it's baffling to me that it's not in the contract. So it's not spelled out. So these guys are like, 
I don't know. So he's got to go on like this and that MMA show and and he's a super nice guy. He's not going to complain. He's just going to be like, you know, I'm kind of bummed out if I don't get paid because I did everything right. And it makes sense to me, like what he's saying, like I get it. But, you know, if that's me, I'm just, I just want to, I'd want to fight. Like I, I'd have a real hard time passing that up, but it is a, it's a, it's a fucking bullshit advantage for the other guy. And I still think what has to happen is that if you accept that fight, they have to deduct a point right off the bat. There's got to be something besides, like, I think you take 50% of that guy's pay, at least a point off. If it's a three-round fight, one point off right off the bat. If it's a five-rounder, two points off. There's got to be some disadvantage for the other guy because he has not a significant, you heard me, a significant advantage coming into the fight. I like what you're selling. I want to take it a step further and say I, I think the guy who did not make weight should not be avail uh, not be able to advance his position in rank, and the guy who did make weight should not be able to lose position in rank. I think the outcome of the fight should not determine any sort of ranking change, in my opinion. So there, all the advantages goes to the fighter who won, who who, who weighed in correctly, at, at the proper weight. He gets the bonus. He he. I don't care. You can penalize him if you want, but even if he loses, I don't think he should be penalized like by, because those last couple of pounds. Yeah. People go like, Oh, it's fucking three pounds. Yeah. Okay. What happens when you can't lose any more weight and those last two pounds, that's death. That's where death happens. That's where Mm -hmm. it steals, steals your soul. You know, we've seen guys post like how bad that is sometimes. And if you're not doing that and the other guy is doing that, that's just not fair. You know, and you're going to have a major competitive advantage, I, in my opinion, at, on fight night, because you didn't mm-hmm. do that. You didn't do the extra 12 hours of fucking sauna and cardio and everything else to kill yourself to make that yeah. weight. So, and I'd probably even take it a step further. And now I'm thinking about it. I, I would say the guy that missed weight, the best he can get is a draw. <laughs> Perfect. How's that? He can't win. Majority draw. The best he could do is a draw. So you either. W then wins, I think that yeah, it's a draw. It's a draw. You can't fucking win. So then based, there's incentive yeah. for the guy that made weight to take that fight because at at worst the fight's a draw. You're no either winning or drawing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how you do it then. So you have no and for the guy who lost, it's like, well, you take what you get. I'm like, you're fighting, <laughs> you're fighting for a draw or a loss. So. Mm-hmm. It's better than, you know, nothing, because now you have nothing. And if you miss weight, you get nothing. But again, I think other people were pointing out. So Steven also took a loss on this because the UFC doesn't fly in like his cornermen and all the other extra people. And I don't even think they pay for a hotel for those guys anymore. No. So like he had to foot the bill for all that. And then you're going to tell him he's not going to get anything. But there's also precedent where they've done it in the past. So, yeah, to me, I think it's just because Dana White's on fucking vacation, and that's why we're having this fucking drama. So as soon as he gets back, they'll take care of it. They'll make it right. It's only worth a trillion dollars. You know, I'm sure it'll all work out. I like it. Uh, let's go to the main event. Yeah, tell me, <laughs> tell me your, tell me your thoughts on this fight. Oh, Justin Gaethje. Uh, Dustin Poirier fight two. Mm-hmm. And once again, this is why I don't bet against my favorite fighter in Justin Gaethje. 
uh very heavy with the legs leg kick attacks too and you could see Poye visibly upset not really liking taking those leg kicks early on mm -hmm. and he was doing what i had talked about last week of doubling up because there, there were a couple times early in a fight where he threw like two right hands and he hit hit and then you saw what was it round two where he the finishing sequence where he threw a right hand and then a right head kick so mm -hmm. two on the same side even though dustin did react almost enough to block it but the the kick wrapped around his head and then fucking just dropped him and then he gave him like one slight hammer fist on the way out herb dean comes in hot <laughs> and fucking steps on that what monster energy decal in the middle and slides and fucking drops an elbow on dustin to stop the fight yeah. and justin does a fucking backflip off the cage like that was fucking awesome just a beautiful ko too and then they were showing on the broadcast it was the same one that or the same combination that leon edwards hit on kamara usman but the oh. opposite side so left hand left head kick mm -hmm. like wild like so i mean I, I i loved it but again afterwards dustin's talking about the fight and he's i still think i'm a better fighter like <laughs> you're so salty dude just take the loss and move on. I mean, yeah. Do you think, do you think they're going to try to run it back at some point? No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. And I, I think the other thing that was interesting is that uh, Justin had a lot more defense in this fight, where he was actually slipping and moving out of the way of a lot of the strikes. And also using angles better, where before he's just willing to stand there and trade but he was using the angles more and, and he was winning the whole fight. Like I didn't feel him yeah. out of the fight at any time. So I give him round one and then round two. And then, you know, he gets the BMF title and Jorge Masvidal puts it on him. And then like, what's next for these guys? I don't know what you do with Poye. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a tough, I, I, um, I, I don't know. This is, I mean, um, because I think he was ranked two and Gaethje was ranked three. Yeah. And Gaethje just said, you know, basically, I, I'm gonna, I want to fight for the title because what is that, Makachev and Oliveira? Yeah, that, I mean, that's what, that's the only thing that makes sense. Let him rest up a little right. bit and then go. Maybe they go at it January or something, or yeah, even, even December. Who knows? But um, I don't know what to do with Poit. He's up. I mean, he's up there in age, and it's just like you know, he's, we'll see what happens. I'm a big fan of his. I like him a lot. Um, and and he was gracious post fight press conference, you know. He says Poye, um, you know. So I think he said something about it's not a funeral. Um, you know, he's already won. Like basically saying, like it's not the end of the world. I lost. I did what I could, you know. Mm. But it's just, I don't know. I think it's a tough one. It's a tough. It's I I I will eat my words and say that things have definitely changed. I said I think to, last week that not what's really changed. You know, I thought Poirier was five win. years, yeah, five, big difference. Five years and double up. That's double and triple up actually. 
Yeah, so Gaethje definitely shored up his game, like you said. He's he wasn't just slugging like he was the first fight, you know, and he stuck with the game plan really well. So, I think only up from here, I I think we're looking at a future, you know, belt holder here in Gaethje. I, yeah, I, see, I, I mean, see it coming. So he's gonna cause problems mm-hmm. with this style of fighting as long as he doesn't get reckless again, right? Because he gets too hyped, and and it was weird. He was talking about this fight, saying. You know, I didn't have any butterflies for this. It was just like another day. Like, how <laughs> fucking psycho is that? Like, nothing? Mm-hmm. You just feel nothing? You just go in there? But I think that if you can get to that level, that's when you're going to be the best that you can be because there's no emotion. You're just in that fucking zone. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I do this. So good for him. And then with that BMF title, I saw you can buy a replica of it. Like $10,000, $850. Jesus. Like, that's insane. Like, can you price it like affordable? You should get that and just wear it. Only that around the house. Nothing else. Well, be like walk around just with your coffee and that belt. (laughs) Like Tim (laughs) Sylvia. Yeah. Nothing else. (laughs) Go shopping with it. I'll be out, go out and get the paper with just this pair of slippers and that belt on in my coffee mug. That's fine. Like, like, what's going on? bmf um and it was funny too because anik got to say it too after the fight when they're doing the wrap-up he's like i gotta say i gotta say this he's now the baddest motherfucker i finally swore on a broadcast nice. and joe's like well it says it on the belt <laughs> so like, you're fine dude it's literally written out baddest motherfucker on the belt so yeah good for him yeah, pretty awesome happy about it yeah yeah you um, talk about the co-main then, Jan Blackwich. Yeah, Bla- Blackwich versus Pereira. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I got I'm impressed like with Pereira's like ability to kind of make Blackwich just look um you know not as awesome. I don't know that that was as close as of a fight as people are saying, you know. I think um Pereira looked he looked stronger, bigger. I think he stuffed like what a hundred takedown attempts. Um you know, so I I I gotta say, like I'm I'm really impressed with his ability to kind of go against former champ and just make himself known. And I think he started fighting like in his like just 30s, you know, early 30s or whatever. And um, I I gotta say that coming up forward, we gotta make this um, uh, Perkayak versus Pereira fight happen. So um, I'm a big I'm I'm happy about this. I think it's exciting. Did you did you think the fight was as close as people? Because I heard both. I was reading the web and I'm like, people are like, oh, it's a robbery. I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. It like, was it's- close. It's like, well, the first the first round is John's because he comes out and just says, I'm going to shoot the takedown. And like, Pahea was doing good at kind of defending stuffed, it. Stuffed and then he all, finally he got him down. And yeah. then he had the rear naked choke, but he just couldn't finish it off. And then he fucking gassed himself out in the process. Blew it but I, I think it's the elevation was part of the problem. And then round two, it was a lot of the calf kicks from Alex. He got another takedown, Jan did, but he didn't do anything with it. And then like yeah. a minute left in the second round, Jan is 100% gassed out. So then third round, fucking mostly Alex, late takedown from Jan. But I mean, I could see round two. I could see how people could score that for Jan. So it wasn't shocking mm. to me. I, I'm under the impression it's two to one for Alex because I am I want more action. I was afraid like round one, 
was exactly what I was afraid was going to fucking happen. It was like stupid bullshit takedown. You have two yeah. guys that just, just stand and bang it out. And thank God this wasn't a fucking five rounder. Cause I don't want to see five rounds of this shit. Cause I, after it. the fight, Rogan and DC are like, Oh, it was such an awesome fight. This fight fucking sucked. Like I didn't like this one. Like <clears throat> the first round was ass. Cause no action on the ground. Yeah. He was close on the rear naked choke, but I, the heavier weight guys, I want to see Stan and fucking bang it out. Yeah. Well, I just uh, think Perez just, just, he made Blackwoods look small and, 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 had more strength and i i don't know like maybe the maybe the submission was was closer than it looked to me but mm -hmm. i was impressed and, and you know I, I say only good things happening for um alex here moving forward potentially and I, I the other thing that concerns me is alex striking defense bugs the shit out of me because yeah. he's usually like hands down especially when he gets the guy up against the cage i'm like and he's just reckless because he's trying to like choose his shots so much yeah. with his like chin up and hands down, just waiting to get knocked out again. Like, stop it. Like, you got to tighten that defense up a little bit. So mm -hmm. he gets to win. Um, yeah, we'll see with Yuri coming back. And then it's really Yuri's title because he's the one who got injured, like a fucking crazy shoulder injury, gave up the belt. He'll get the belt has a the fuck did they say it was some kind of leg injury the achilles tendon so he's oh, gonna yeah. be out for a long time he gives up the belt now it's up in the air and i'm glad that they actually didn't make this one the title fight i was thinking oh they should but that wasn't title fight worthy i didn't want to no. see five rounds of that no nope. so uh speaking of which a uh, little sponsor action Yes, hold on. Let me get in. The sponsor is brought yep. to you by Manscaped. Today, we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy. No, we're not talking about a baby. Duh, oh, we're talking God. about your baby. Maker. A, this is all right. We're already off wrong. <laughs> That's right. Is it? Is it? No, you're correct? good. But I'm just saying, like, we were talking about shaving and babies. Like, Don't shave your baby. Here? But today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. Just like babies, your delicate little guys have sensitive skin and deserve products that are not only skin safe, but made with safe ingredients. <clears throat> That's where Manscaped Platinum Package comes in. From razors to shower care, this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com slash MMA nuts for 20% off plus free shipping. That's right. And you get the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is one stop shop for the man who deserves it all. Designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. And get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash MMA nuts. That's 20% off with free shipping manscaped.com slash MMA nuts use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. That's right. Duh. And <laughs> I was actually doing this read on the golf course the other day. This episode is sponsored by blue chew. <laughs> Let's talk about sex guys. Remember the days when you were always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in the bed. And maybe the bedrooms. Listen up, blueshow.com. 
Yes, and it's a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. And of course, they're always made in the USA, prepared to ship directly to your door in a discreet package. That's right. And Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. We've got a special deal for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew free. We use our promo code NUTS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's mm-hmm. bluechew.com promo code NUTS to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. And just yes, like that, do. back mm-hmm. to the show. And probably the funnest fight of the night. Derek <laughs> Lewis, Marcos, Rogerio de Lima. That was a quick, He Lewis made quick work of that one. Like 30 seconds or something like that. And then prominently retires, takes his pants off, calls it a day. <laughs> yeah and i want to just thank the ufc for at least putting this card on the main card where it should have been in the first fucking place and you know this is what you want from a heavyweight like he comes out who the fuck throws like a switch flying knee lands it grounds a pound he finishes the fight in 30 seconds and then and also he weighed 263 with a six-pack Derek lewis pretty impressive and I, I think I could show a celebration since the UFC tweet, tweeted this out. One would hope you wouldn't get copyright stricken for this. Because you got to show this because it's pretty aggressive. And he pulls his pants down and he starts aggressively fucking everybody's face. And I think I just got pregnant from that guy. I, I don't think he should be throwing <laughs> that fucking meat around like that. I don't know if that's right, but uh, I, I really liked his post-fight interview with Rogan in the cage. So Rogan asked him, hey, did you plan to open with that flying knee? And Lewis says, hell no. <laughs> I was just going to throw some bullshit and see if it lands. And they're talking back some more. And then he's like, hey, shout out to my wife. You already know I finna come home and bust them guts. Get ready, girl. Like what? <laughs> what? Like, man, I, man is off the reservation. I, I don't know. Yeah, but that those are the kind of characters we need. And they also said now he also holds the record for the most KO and TKO wins in UFC history with fourteen now. Oh, Matt really? Brown with 13 and Vitor Belfort with 12. So uh, Derek has said he's a free agent. He wants to resign with the UFC. The question is, is he going to? Because I would imagine he's probably making bank as like a guy who's knocking out fucking everybody out. But you, you know how these things go with the UFC. Oh, heavyweight makes a lot of fucking money. Probably should get rid of him. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is he going to stay or is he going to go? I, th- I thought he said he wants to stay. It just depends on the financials, yeah. right? Right. So, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I, yeah, I would, I like, I I would like him to stay. Yeah, 100%. Big, big fan. As I'm wondering if the Utah Athletic Commission releases fighter pay, because Nevada used to, and then they fucking stopped doing that. 
So it's very rare that you get to see what actual fighter pay is these days. Because I would venture to say he's got to be 400 to 500 a fight by now, if not 600. I mean, he's fuck entertaining as shit because anything he said post-fight in the interview, the crowd is going ape shit for the guy. Yeah, they and, love it. And he's always, he's typically throwing some kind of crazy head kick, spinning shit, mm-hmm. wild shit to start a fight. And he's like, well, it finally fucking landed. I'm like, perfect. Like, that's what we want. Like, I love this shit. So Spinning shit we throw in. And then airing out his balls. Like, I knew his balls were hot. I knew Always. they were hot. I gotta take a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my stomach was fucked up. <laughs> okay. Oh guy. Okay. What a character. This is the best. Mm. I, maybe he might be in my favorite fighter role now. As far as, like, a heavyweight. Since yeah. Mark, Mark Hunt's long gone. Might have to put Derek Lewis in there now. Absolutely. So, and then talk to me about Tony Ferguson, Bobby Green. Oh, God. Tony Ferguson. I mean, it's hard for me to watch this because he just looked slow and old and just didn't really ever show up, in in my opinion, in this fight. And I was impressed with Bobby Green's ability. Like, it's funny because in the third round, you know, after just not winning Ferguson, uh, I think Green took him down. And as soon as he got on top of him, I was like, oh, arm triangle. I can see it. You could see it. You could watch it happen in slow motion. You're like, it's definitely coming. Yeah. And when he hopped over, you're like, oh, and Tony's like flopping around like a fish, trying to like get out of it. I don't know what kind of defense that is, but it's something. Well, he's like, you might have been reaching for some sand to throw at him yeah. like he did to Justin Gaethje. But gets choked out cold, which I guess is better than being KO'd, you know? But, yeah. man, I, I have – it's just – it's hard for me to watch this. I really hope he retires. I don't think he should keep fighting. Yeah, He's talking about he's not going to retire. You know, it's just it, – it, I mean, I guess if you're getting choked out, it's okay, Is that seven in a row then? Something like that. Seven <clears throat> or eight. Yeah, it's – I just don't, you know. He's almost 40 um i just thought he looked way skinnier than i i remember him being like slow yeah yeah you know bobby green looked way more explosive Explosive. stronger and and just the whole thing was just really difficult for me to watch explosive and fast and pretty much landing at will and yep doing whatever you you know ferguson uh did drop him early in the fight and then shortly thereafter green did poke ferguson in the eye not yeah. like any of that's changing the outcome of the fight, but it has to be noted. Fuck. Well, I guess. It's tough. <clears throat> it's tough because here's a guy who was interim champ at one point and getting ready to fight Habib, and then mm-hmm. shit never worked out. They made that fight a million times, and those guys could never get the fucking fight to happen. Nope. And then... Last fight, we'll just mention Kevin Holland, Darce chokes Michael Chiesa in the first yeah. round. And then after the fight, he tells Chiesa, you should probably fucking retire. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's helpful. I don't know what happened with Chiesa because, like, <laughs> he just used to be, you know, so solid. And, and I don't understand like what what's going on with him he looked speaking of a guy who looks skinny i thought he looked pretty skinny too mm. in this fight so i'm not sure it's and he's susceptible to the darts because i think they were training that because he's been finished by that before three times 
Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you might want to train the defense. I don't know. Dar's defense? Yeah. Because he knew, well, you could tell, like, that was a muscle memory finish on that choke because he, he had that shit, like, as soon as the position got there, he just fucking sunk it in, like, oh, yep. someone's been training that for a while because he didn't even think about that. He just applied it. He did. Fucking finished it. And then I want to give an honorable mention to, uh, if I could pronounce this name, Priscilla Cochiera. I fucking... Yeah probably butchered that but she intentionally tried to pull miranda maverick's tits out mid-fight like she got her she was on the bottom and got her hand in her top and then just lifted her top up but the camera was positioned in a way where nobody got to see anything fun just for funsies yeah yeah so but apparently that girl's fighting dirty so what is wrong with people i don't know I don't know. We should probably talk about some sponsors while we're here. True classic. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, guys. I love summer, long days, warm nights, and barbecues with friends. But on top of that, it's the perfect excuse to wear my favorite t-shirts and shorts from True Classic. Everything they make is crafted to make you look and feel your best through the dog days of summer with breathable fabrics, perfect fits, and prices that Simply can't be beat. And right now they're giving our listeners 25% off at trueclassictees.com. Just use code MMANuts25 at checkout. And let's talk about those true classic tees for a second. I'm wearing one underneath my long sleeve one right now. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, it feels amazing. I'm always excited to put my shirt on. It feels so soft and lovely, I got to say. And the fit is always spot on. It's slim in all the right places, but not too slim. Hugs your arms just right. Shows off those big guns I got. <laughs> or smaller ones. I don't know. Even better, they got new summer ready colors and they come in packs. You can have a shirt every single day of the week. And of course, they sell shorts as well. Everything from seven and a half inches to nine and a half inches with a range of colors. Whoa, that's a lot of inches. It's ridiculous. Too many inches. That's right. So if you're ready to upgrade your look, and your wardrobe shop now at trueclassictees.com and save 25% off with code MMANuts25. Look your best, feel your best, and be your best with True Classic. Well, this is brought to you by Miracle. Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? Can lead to Yum. acne, allergies, and stuffy noses. And it's just gross. Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding, such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry. That's right. And these sheets, they're better for your skin. So stop sleeping on bacteria. Clean sheets means less bacteria to clog your pores and fewer breakouts and other skin problems. And I only change my sheets twice a year, three, maybe four times. I don't know. Wow. Feels how saucy I am, but if you're using the miracle sheets, you don't have to worry about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And go I'm to try Mi- go to trymiracle.com slash MMA to try miracle made sheets today. This is the perfect way to give someone you love the gift of better and more luxurious sleep. Save over 40% and be sure to use our promo code MMA at checkout to save even more and get three free towels. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100 percent satisfied, you'll get a full refund. 
upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash MMA and use the code MMA to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash MMA to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Word. And right back to the show. What else is happening? Uh, well, I was leading a re- reading, watching an interview with Kenny Florian recently, and he was talking about like okay. why do why do fighters so many of them uh, have have retirements that don't last? And he had a few <laughs> thoughts about that. Yeah. And uh, um, he, of course, said it varies on the fighter and depends. Some of them come back because they need money. Others because they want to fight again and be champs. And they just feel the need to compete. He said that he struggled with this as a competitor when he retired. He had a lot of back issues, um, you know, and a lot of fighters make money and they don't save the money. So then they're kind of a slave to um, wanting to keep fighting because they need if they don't fight, they don't get paid. Chasing the dragon. Correct. And it becomes like a never ending loop of just constantly trying to fight. Um, and sometimes guys come back and they still deal with injuries and it's just frustrating. So, um, you know, I think it's interesting that that his perspective is pretty accurate. I mean, I think of guys who've come back and he covers the gamut of that. Like sometimes they can't help themselves and sometimes they need the money. So, <laughs> <laughs> Like Bigfoot Silva, I don't know if he's yeah. ever officially retired, but like no. everybody comes back. It is it is super rare for anybody. Uh, like I'm having a hard time trying to think of a fighter that just straight up retired and didn't come back because they all do something at some point. GSP, GSP. Well, he got yeah. Even Brock Lesnar came back yeah, for a they while. all. They all come back for something. It's super rare. It and I, I think I would, if I have to guess, I, I would say number one is money. And then number two, well, and then I also think, and I forgot who was talking about it, that a lot of the guys don't have other skills that they can rely on to make money mm-hmm. as a job. Like what else are they going to do? They only know one thing and it's fighting. It's like fighting or you train people. Like, I don't know. It's it's a lot easier to fight and make that bank as a one-off, you know, train for X amount of weeks, get back in there. And then especially like if bare knuckle fighting championship is paying people ridiculous amounts of money. And that seems to be like the harbor of I retire and then these guys offer me a shit ton of money or these other weirdo slap leagues where you actually got Tim Sylvia to come way out of retirement <laughs> come on. Yep. and like Pat Militich, who's just, we we're just talking about who's coming out to fight uh, Mike Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like fuck Militich is 55. Right. Like, it's insane. So it's nuts. I think that one is more of a bad blood kind of scenario, but yeah, yeah, it, it's wild. Like, I get it. I get it. So we move along. Here's here's a interesting one. I'm gonna pull up. Give me a second here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna share this with you. Hang on. I fucked that up again. Let me try this again. Ah oh, man. Hang on. I saw a desktop. Thoughts of yeah. things at it. I know. I fuck it up, but I'll try it for a third time. Third time, lucky. So here you go. Hey. Nine-year-old children. 
gonna have a boxing mess in West Virginia. Almost heaven, West Virginia. <laughs> what do you think about this? What do you think about nine year olds getting a scrap on? <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. I, I think it's too early. They're they're like babies at that point. Still, no good. Hey, that's that's where I, I've got a lot of family from West Virginia. I got some hillbilly in me. I'm I'm down with this. I'm okay with the hillbilly. Barefoot and pregnant. Uh, and roll out there. I had cousins. I, I think I told this story when I was out there visiting my kin in West Virginia. I had a cousin. I think she was 18, working on her second or third child at that point. <laughs> Went into her kitchen. She was barefoot and pregnant. I'm like, ah, keeping the stereotypes alive. Yeah, it sounds pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with this. This is weird, but not in. in I think it depends on which state you're in. I'm okay with it in West Virginia. I'm not okay with this in Illinois. I think it depends on where you're at. And out there, life's a little bit different. It's very mountainy. That's the song. Yep, West Virginia. Yeah. Something about I don't know. So, anyway. Uh, what else is happening I think I have knowledge, and that's about it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, I, one thing we forgot to mention is apparently sure. Mas, Masvidal says he lost $100,000 back oh, yeah. in the way to beat Justin Gaethje. So pretty crazy that he bet that kind of money. But Yeah, especially when – well, I know he's retired, but he's also running his own organization or fight org, and mm-hmm. he made a lot of fucking money too in mm-hmm. here. And he'll I know he'll come back for sure for fights. He's not done done. He's he's sitting on the sidelines because I think a lot of these guys are still waiting for that Conor McGregor fight because people were asking Gaethje, do you want that fight? And he's like, why? I don't yeah. really want it. Like, uh, he's, he's on steroids. Like, I don't want to fight him. Yeah. And that seems to be the consensus. So a lot of people now are like, I don't want that fight, even if they'd make a fuck ton of money. And I still, I still don't think Connor's coming back to fighting. I think he's all uh, talk, talk, talk. Yeah, he's too far out now, man. It's way out there. No chance. I don't see it happening. No. So, uh, here's a good one. Let me preload something here. If I can open this link, I'm scared. This link doesn't want to open. Trying to open this link. Open link. Thank you. So there's a um, bodybuilder and a YouTuber. His name is Bradley Martin. He's a 240-pound guy. I think he's 6'3", 240. He wants to fight Mighty Mouse. And he thinks he can win. And I guess Brendan Schaub had talked to Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse says he he's open to taking this fight. So I'll, I'm going to pull these pictures up of this fucking guy so you can kind of see. But the question is then, who do you think is going to win? Obviously, we and that know. Guy's, that guy's never actually fought anyone before? He's just a bodybuilder? Yeah, not that I know of. I don't know what his fighting background is. I think he's more lipped than anything, but... He looks slow and beatable by a guy that's as fast as Mighty Mouse. I'm oh, my God. Mighty. He's so fast. Didn't we see him? Yeah. Training, like throwing, 
We did. He looked like, like he was in fast forward the whole time. Like, I think he just hit a 20 hit combo and I saw like two of the strikes. We're a videotaping or it might have been Dodson. I don't know. It's uh, the smaller guys are so fucking fast when you see them, but mm-hmm. I'm just worried that that's a significant weight disadvantage. I know it that's like you're over a hundred pounds because you know, what is Mighty Mouse fighting at? 125. So maybe he's 140. So if this mm-hmm. other guy is a hundred pounds to overcome. It's a lot. That is. Might be so, too much. I don't know. So there there is that point where I mean you can be the most skilled fighter, but if that guy just can grab you and hold you. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you can't you gotta you get might, your hands on him. You might not be able to. Yeah. And that I would venture to say the bodybuilder's got about 10 seconds of fucking cardio. Yeah. Even though it, he looks great, but he's dehydrated as fuck. And Shab thinks that Mighty Mouse will win. So I, I kind of want to pick against him. I don't like that. But I, I just, you have to know what the guy's skill level is. It's like, that's the determinant factor. If he's zero skill and he's just big, Mighty Mouse, one hundred percent. If he's got some background, I, I would give it to the bodybuilder guy, just based on the fucking size. One hundred pounds is huge. Even grappling, like look at the absolute. You can't have a fucking hundred pound disadvantage. Those are equal skill level fights, but when it comes weight to weight, fucking weight is the advantage. So we'll see. Hopefully, it happens. I'm. I'm curious to see that just out of freak show because you don't get to see freak show shit anymore because of fucking these stupid weight classes. That was all the old school UFC. So I say do it. I say it, yeah. it's, it'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, fuck, I'm going to pull this up. So 12 years ago, this fight happened and we were there. Little Dan oh, Henderson, Jesus. yeah, uh, Fedor Emilienko. Yeah, I just action. got a Facebook update earlier in the week about the uh, last week about like you know that. Yeah, yes. I remember that was really hard to see when he hit him with that sneaky uppercut underground. We're like, what the fuck just happened? Did you just KO him? He's running around we're like, holy shit! And it was Dan is such a savage man. That guy was like, just he was crazy. And was that the one where it was like bald head central in the crowd with all the fucking mm-hmm. Russians and they were going ape shit for the Fedor. And I probably have to fucking blur that one out, unfortunately, because, you know, the UFC will fucking copyright us on that, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Then we got a, a new sporting event. <laughs> I always like these new ones. There you go. I don't know what it's called, but this might be like Billy Club beatdown. They yes. uh, they duct tape a Billy Club to one of their gloves, and they got helmets on. They're in a very see. This is what the UFC cage should be. This small it should be a dog fighting cage. And these fuckers get in there. These guys don't look like they have a ton of skill either. They're just kind of. I wonder if this is two just randoms getting in there, and they have like full hockey gear on. Yeah, just kind of bullshit. What do you I think can... they should have? Like nothing. Well, a little less than this, because just they're... one glove. Like, that's it. <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> and a pair of spandex. But throw elbows. It should be push kick the guy to the fucking side and then club the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. But you get the gist. This is Russia. I like it. I'm sure of it. 
They're doing shit. Did you see Mike Mike Tyson got a new toy? No. What did he get? A car? I think I'd, I'd share some volume on this. Well, he you know, he's into multiple businesses. And uh Oh yeah, look at that. I don't know if that's how you should do it, Mike. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Crazy. I, I can't advise using that. We need to bring that on our next golf trip. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Dose the whole course up on a drive do drive-bys on people. <laughs> it's like take some of that. Yeah, as we go by a good driving range, like get some, get some. Right. Brah, brah. How can you kill innocent women and children? It's easy. You just don't lead them as much. Brah, get some. The full metal jacket. Totally. Uh let's see what else is going on. We saw a very cool place to have an MMA fight. We may have seen something similar to this before. This is uh, today's Hexagon 10 event. Where is yeah. this? The Theater Roman Antique theater. de Orange, an ancient Roman theater. Mm-hmm. That, that looks, looks insane. Maybe that's where Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg fight will go down. That'd be amazing. I'm down. Yeah. And I saw Charles Bennett maybe fighting for the fight circus. I think they were shooting a little promo. So he's saying hello. What's happening? And I saw they had a pretty fun face-off the other day. I'm not sure. Oh, this is on the zone. So I think this is some kind of fun action. Hey, now. As the person was saying, I don't think that's a regulation sports bra. In fact, I don't even think she's wearing a sports bra. I think that looks painted on to me. Yeah. I think she's promoting her OnlyFans. I think that's a great way to promote your OnlyFans. Yowza. It's amazing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you saw that. Uh, oh, and then I didn't know boxing was cool. Where you could ha- you I didn't know you could wear cool outfits to box in. So here's a couple of ladies throwing bombs. We'll turn the sound off. Oof. Hey now. But, uh, but she's almost got like Muay Thai shorts on. She does. So good for her. With Muay Thai. Tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Respect. Her <sighs> authority. And then we'll do a little tweet of the week. This is uh, Elon Musk. Apparently he loves Canada. <laughs> nice he's looking like a little leaner yeah i think he, i think they're getting ready for that fight <laughs> i think that fight happens actually and then i'm right at knowledge if you want to go all right well definitely i i've been watching this uh documentary series on netflix about the tour de france it's called unchained and they yep. followed last year's tour de france um i think i'm like halfway through there's probably like eight or nine ten episodes um i had no idea i mean i knew that it was like kind of crazy what these guys did but the amount of fucking miles these crazy bastards pedaled over over three weeks and like 
I didn't know that if you won that yellow jersey, like there's all these teams that have like eight or ten riders on them or something, and they're just attacking that guy the whole next stage. Like, in, so it's like they're trying to send someone to go after him to take him down, and then it's like that guy fends off somebody like trying to press him, and he and it's like three, four, five teams, and eventually like either he fin- crosses the finish line and carries on, or he just runs out of juice, and then he starts falling back like you know and it's dangerous there's a million crashes and shit and these dudes are like starving themselves they're trying to find like the specific line of like how little calories can i take in and still have the maximum power output it just doesn't seem healthy like it it, and it's it's insane like no it almost seems like they're like jockeys on horses yeah you know like smaller is better but you still need to have muscle and then do they go into the drug testing of this because i would imagine they probably drug test a little bit more but again it seems like a sport where you should just let these fuckers do whatever they want because he gives a shit sort of kind of they're they're i think the claim is is that they're it's it's a clean sport now i say i call bullshit they're they're pedaling nothing's clean it's like 21 days of straight pedaling and not just like straightaways there's hills and cobbles all kinds of shit oh yeah they're going like 60 70 80 90 miles a day for like three weeks straight like there's no way like they're these dudes are on something and you're talking about like you know inclines that are like this for like miles yeah you know, it, i mean fuck that i like I, we just did i don't know when it was it in may we were on vacation and the place we were staying at had some mountain bikes and it was the first time i actually mountain biked off-road and there were sections where we had to jump off because the the incline was just I'm like, I'm not fucking pedaling up this bullshit. I'm gonna get up and walk this. So yeah, it, it is insane to think about those guys and what the kind of shit they're doing on those oh. fucking bikes. It's nuts. It's yeah. it's a it's a crazy sport. I guess one guy di- almost died a couple of years ago because he got slammed into like some and something on the side of the road and somebody fell off a cliff like the whole thing it just i never realized how dangerous that whole thing was but mm-hmm. they're always crashing and shit so pretty cool though if you want something interesting to watch that's like a different sport you know that you don't really know much about probably um it's a good one it's an easy kind of while you're doing cardio kind of thing just getting into like the whole sportsmanship of it so yeah where is this one at uh, Netflix. It's called okay. Tour de France Unchained, I think, and it it follows last year's Tour de because Tour de France just finished, I think, this year, like a, a week ago or something. So it follows last year's Tour nice. de France. Yeah. So. Here's uh, what some people are wearing to the movies these days. Hey, now, <laughs> really? She looks uh, like she'd be cold. Yeah, I mean, the movies are hit or miss with heat or not or cold at the ass warmer you know yeah i don't know if that's like a barbie movie but i don't know and then here's how you properly properly use ai so someone did this to mona lisa this is what it looks like using ai hey now i saw that and then the last thing as we close it out i saw we could turn this volume way down so what am I going to buy for my SUV coming up here? <laughs> <laughs> that is epic. It's a little windshield wiper. I love it. Fantastic. Huh. I'm going to get one of those for the road. Yeah. Especially when you go on those road trips. 
going to entertain the masses and hopefully not cause car accidents. Fun for the whole family. That's right. Family fun. Mm-hmm. And on well, that, note, that brings sorry. us to the end, I guess. Huh? I'm going to be a Derek Lewis. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> Are you going to take your pants off? Uh, they're already off. Oh. I'm, I'm super pregnant. So. Okay, perfect. It's super necessary. That has been another edition of MMA Nuts. My name is Nico Weigel. Matt Griffith, thanks for playing.